from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, security gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. We're starting the show a few minutes late this morning. Thank you for all your patience as just we had to get the stream going and, and, and you know, the good stuff that comes with, te- with modern technology. But I can't complain because we live in a modern world. It's Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. We've got a packed show, including Reaction Wednesday today. And one of our uh, 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 prestigious YouTube uh, subscribers sent the story about the UN, which I am going to react to today. So stay tuned. Now join me for a cup of coffee. Coffee cup. Cheers, y'all. We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and now Twitter is X. So there's that. Got a busy, busy show. Please make sure to subscribe. Please follow us on your favorite podcast listening platform there. And if you are a Wolverine or you're attending the University of Michigan or you're an alumni, the university has now shut down its network after a cyber attack. This has been a leading story across many media channels this morning and over the night yesterday. University of Michigan, it's taken all of its systems and services offline dealing with a cybersecurity incident that caused a widespread impact on online services the night before classes were supposed to start today. The University of Michigan is one of the oldest and largest educational institutes in the United States. It employs over 30,000 academics and administrative staff having roughly 51,000 students. I love those, by the way, uh, percentages because, you know, like daycare, it's one to four. In a series of announcements published on the university's website starting on Sunday, a cybersecurity incident caused IT IT outages and disrupted access to vital online services, including Google, Canvas, uh, Wolverine access, and email. Although UNM is engaged with its IT team to restore the impacted systems, the administration felt it was safest to disconnect the network due to the severity of the incident itself. Again, find that very, you know, kind of standard IR, disconnect everything, kind of start to take it that way um so this includes all wired and wi-fi campus internet and pathways e-research dart and all systems use zoom adobe cloud dropbox slack google canvas and adobe cloud services have all been restored and can be accessed through outside network although their availability is unstable due to overload so we'll see there there's a see, see how this actually kind of works uh michigan joins michigan state university after being impacted by the move it data breach as well so there's that a malicious npm package is aiming uh is, is aimed at targeting developers the unknown threat actor is leveraging a malicious npm package to target developers with an aim to steal source code and config files from victim machines of signs of how threats are lurking constantly in open source repositories and targeting our software supply chain in the latest report is a continuation of a same campaign that Falium disclosed at the start of the month in which a number of npm modules were engineered exfiltrate valuable information to a remote server they're doing the attack culminates with a script creating a zip archive of the data and transmitting it to a predefined ftp server so there's that there as well the commentary that connects all the packages is the use of lexi2 as the author in the package.json file enabling check marks who published this recent report to track the origins of the activity as far back as 2021 again focusing on your software supply chain is going to be big if you're in that line of business uh, and everyone's in the software business today. Uh, VM giant VMware on Tuesday shipped a major security update, correcting two critical vulnerabilities in its array of operations for network product line. The critical severity advisory VMware said the flaws could be exploited by malicious attackers to bypass SSH authentication and gain access to the array of operations for network command line interface. 
VMware tag the network authentication bypass issue with CVE 2023-34039er and apply to CVSS score of 9 or 0.8. Uh, the VMware Araya operations for network product formerly known as Realize Network Insight is used by enterprises to monitor, discover, analyze network and applications to build secure network infrastructure across the cloud. VMware also shipped a patch for their second bug, CVE 2023-208-900. That allows an authenticated malicious actor with admin access to VMware's Araya operations for a network to write files to arbitrary locations. VMware has been struggling a bit with the Araya operation for network product. Multiple patches have been released, but at least they're on top of it there, and you just got to make sure you do your end as an operator and get those patched. Recently disclosed security flaws impacting Juniper firewalls Open Fire and Apache, Apache Rocket MQ servers are now coming active exploitation in the wild, according to multiple reports. The Shadow Server Foundation said that they're seeing exploitation attempts from multiple IPs for the Juniper J Web CVE 2023-36844 um, and friends targeting the WebAuth operation.php endpoint the same day as proof of concept became available. The issues tracked the CVE 2023-36844, 36845, and 36846. 36847 reside in the JWeb component of the Juno OS and Juniper SRX and EX series. They could be chained by an unauthenticated network-based attacker to execute arbitrary code on susceptible installations. Patches for the flaw were released on the 17th of August, a week after which uh, Watch Tower Labs published their proof of concept and now open fire with their CVE 2023-32315, a high-severity path traversal bug in the admin council that could be leveraged for remote code execution that's also seeing some activity according to aqua threat actors associated with the kingsing malware botnet have been observed utilizing the flaw to create a new admin user and upload a jar file which contains a file named cmd.jsp that acts as a web shell to drop and execute malware as well as a cryptocurrency miner and then the apache rocket mq cve 2023-33246 the issue is cataloged as a remote code execution flaw impacting uh, Rocket MQ versions 5.1.0 and below. It enables an unauthenticated attacker to run commands with the same access levels as that as the system processor. In attacks detected by Juniper Thread Labs since at least June 19th of this year, successful exploitation of the flaw paves the way for the deployment of a bash script called uh, Rekitted, which acts as the downloader and the Dreambus botnet for a Tor hidden server. You want to make sure you get all of those. And then the development comes amid Rapid7's warning of an uptick in threat activity dating back to March of this year, targeting the Cisco ASA SSL VPN appliance in order to deploy Akira ransomware. So all in all, your security uh, devices are being turned against you if you're not patching them, if you're not really uh, making sure your servers are up to date um, and those are getting patched, uh, you'll end up finding yourself as a victim of one of these many attacks that are being now taken advantage of in the wild. Operation Duck Hunt is, isn't likely to eliminate the initial access botnet forever, but 700,000 machines taken down by the FBI is pretty, pretty good. You know, my Larry David good. Pretty, pretty good. Official remediations are also proactively connected to compromised computers to neutralize the CAC bot infection on tens of thousands of victim machines, according to the DOJ, which said they did so with lawful access. You know, we, the government, know what's good for you. We will remote in and take something out rather than potentially call you and go through the process of making sure that you understand how your machine was taken over and how it shouldn't happen again. CAGPOT is typically used as a first-stage implant infecting computers after an un 
winning target opens a malicious attachment in an email once it's compromised as a machine it enslaves it as a, into the botnet infrastructure and lies in wait for further instructions this results in persistence network of infection that can then deliver as needed additional malware so the fbi taking over 700,000 cacbot infected computers worldwide including more than 200,000 in the u.s these tend to affect home and business users equally according to a secure work research so good one for the fbi methods not so much but we'll move you know we can have that discussion uh uh later so there's that now let's talk about china there's a few episodes on china today one meta crippling a china's signature spamouflage uh influence operation the media giants has taken on dragon bridge the largest known cross-platform covert influence operation in the world Meta has taken down thousands of accounts and pages tied to a Chinese state-backed disinformation group known as Spamouflage, aka Dragon Bridge, in the largest effort to disrupt the foreign influence campaign. In a Q2 adversarial threat report, Meta reported having deleted 7,704 Facebook accounts, 954 pages, 15 groups, and 15 Instagram accounts associated with the group. The social media giant found that the group violated its policies regarding coordinated inauthentic behavior. For one thing, Meta's automated system detected and disabled many of their accounts. They assessed that this likely led to people behind it to increasingly shift to posting its content on smaller platforms and trying to amplify it on larger services in hopes of maintaining persistence, meaning they were going to secondary uh, 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 social media platforms. Not not X per se, but maybe like tr- uh, Trump's True Social or, 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 you know, there's a whole bunch of them. I, I don't even know their names anymore because there's so many of them. Either way, in a bulletin released yesterday, Meta CISO Guy Rosen labeled Spamouflage as the largest known cross-platform covert influence operation in the world. The group is made up of geographically dispersed operators across China who appear to be centrally provisioned with internet access and content directions. Some of the members are associated with Chinese law enforcement. How's that not a surprise? Uh, Spamouflage is spread across all major platforms, X, formerly known as Twitter, YouTube, the Chinese-owned TikTok, reddit and many others as well as plenty smaller and semi-localized apps like russia's v contact day uh it targets english and chinese speaking audience worldwide uh in particular populations based in taiwan the us uk australia and japan um so there's that um those guys have been taken down and that's a good one japan's cybersecurity agency was also breached by suspected chinese attackers the suspected Chinese attackers breached Japan's cybersecurity agency and potentially accessed sensitive data stored on its network for nine months before being discovered on Tuesday. Japan's National Center of Incident Readiness and Strategy for Cybersecurity announced in August that personal data linked to email exchanges may have been compromised after it was hacked in October of last year. They haven't attributed the incident, however, a report by the Financial Times citing three government and private sector sources familiar said with the uh, situation said it was China that was behind the attack. It follows a recent report by the Washington Post that the U.S. National Security Agency discovered Chinese military attackers had compromised Japan's defense networks back in 2020, described it as one of the most damaging hacks in Japan's uh, history. Sorry, The hack on Japan's defense network also risked impeding intelligence sharing between the Pentagon and Japan's defense forces. As Japan relies on the U.S. for its defense, Obviously, uh, this is strategic for China to interfere. It's also probably where if China was to launch any sort of attack against Taiwan, it's likely that the coordination would come from Guam and Japan. So that's what they're after. 
and I hope you're ready for Reaction Wednesday. So here we go. The title of this one coming from uh, one of our YouTube subscribers is UN warned hundreds of thousands in Southern, Southern, Southeast Asia roped in an online scam. No way. The human, the UN Human Rights Office says criminal gangs have forced hundreds of thousands of people in Southeast, Southeast Asia into participating in unlawful online scam operations, including false romantic ploys, bogus investment pitches, and illegal gambling schemes. This is coming from the all-prestigious UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, which is, I believe, led by the worst human rights violators in the world. Um, the new report cites credible sources of at least 120,000 people in strife-torn Myanmar and roughly 100,000 in Cambodia may be held in situations where they are forced to carry out online scams. The report sheds new light on cybercrime scams that have been a major issue in Asia with many of the workers trapped in virtual slavery and versed to participate in scams targeting people over the internet. Laos, the Philippines, and Thailand were also cited as some of the main countries or destinations or transits for tens of thousands of people. Criminal gangs have increasingly targeted migrants and lured some victims by false recruitment, suggesting they're destined for real jobs. No way. You want to tell me human trafficking is still a thing? No. No. The UN, so smart, these guys. So, so smart. Of course, they're targeting Southeast Asia, but this is also happening in India and Pakistan, China, and everywhere else. Uh, it's also happening in our own country, by the way. People are being brought in for, for, for the same purposes. So uh, not surprising at all. Uh, the UN, um, good at discovering stuff, horrible at stopping them. That should be their motto. United Nations, united we discover things, united we do nothing. That's my take on the UN. Um, we'll continue to do that until they actually do something that's it for our show this morning we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up this very very busy week for so many practitioners thank you all for tuning in again sorry for the slight delay in this morning's broadcast please make sure to subscribe follow us on your favorite podcast listening platform and until tomorrow where we'll be live at 9 a.m eastern with all the latest and greatest stay cyber safe we love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.